Good morning, I am Bishop Dan Edwards, retired from Nevada. I'm grateful to the cathedral clergy for inviting me to speak with you today about a subject close to my heart. We're all having a hard time these days, medically, economically, emotionally, one way or another, this is rough for everybody. And we've all heard so-called biblical explanations for hard times, punishment for sin, part of God's secret plan, test of faith, etc. We may or we may not buy those explanations, but either way, they keep echoing in our minds. Today's epistle lesson sounds like one of those bad explanations. First Peter says, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that is taking place to test you. That makes God sound like a cosmic Joseph Mangley dousing us with disease and death just to see how we'll take it. So let's be clear. The Bible does not have one overarching explanation for why life gets so dreadfully hard. It has lots of ideas by people struggling to make sense of things. They don't agree with each other. They're all just doing the best they can. Most of the things they say include a thread of truth, but they are at best partial answers. British philosopher Marilyn McCord Adams says, the Bible is fairly short on explanations of suffering, but long on how God preserves and redeems us through it. Take today's lesson. If we can push the mute button on those echoes in our heads, we'll notice that the text never says that God sent the fiery ordeal. The return address on that package was Rome, not heaven. Peter says that the ordeal functions as a trial, and there's truth in that. Hardship exposes our characters. Today, we see some people behaving with remarkable kindness, exemplary compassion, bravery, generosity, patience. We see others hoarding, price gouging, profiteering, gunning up, and acting in selfish disregard for the safety of others. Peter isn't explaining away ordeals. He's counseling us how to practice our faith in hard times such as these. Peter says, discipline yourselves, keep alert. Know that your brothers and sisters in the world are undergoing the same kinds of suffering. Above all, love each other. Use whatever gifts you have to serve others. Just as hardship shows us what we're made of, it can be an opportunity to become better, more fully human, an opportunity to grow more caring, compassionate, generous, kind. The meaning in hardship isn't any explanation you can read in a book or hear from some preacher. The meaning is in what we do with it. We can shrink into fear, bitterness, and blaming, or we can grow toward a new unity in our struggles. Now, we have had larger catastrophes. 
The death toll from COVID-19 is about 6 million so far. The Spanish flu killed 50 million. New World smallpox, 56 million. The Black Death, 200 million. The 2004 tsunami killed 225,000 people in a day and countless more in the ensuing famine and civil war. But those disasters were localized in particular regions. This pandemic is global. It touches the whole world. So I wonder, might this be the time to extend our circle of compassion to include refugee camps in Bangladesh and Lesbos? Think Episcopal Relief and Development. Or migrant detention centers in Texas and right next door in Aurora? Think Episcopal Migration Ministries. Or United Nations planning to rebuild the world economy better for the environment? Think Episcopal Creation Care. There is much we could do, so much we could become. Might this be the time to extend our compassion around the world to all the people Jesus loves?